Hello and welcome to the England B-Team podcast, a football podcast brought to you by an Englishman who wasn't good enough to make it as a professional footballer. And an Irishman who was not good enough to play for England. My name's Joe and this is my co-host Gareth and we're here to talk about all things football. Have you been for the last two weeks? Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah, we just recorded the last oh, episode. Man. Yeah. Professionalism and we're on top of it. Look, we just, we just That's why we so don't do topical things as well. We just well. love to <laughs> fly things out. But you know, I think we'll get to a stage where, I mean... We got back after Christmas and then I'm travelling again soon. Like we'll yeah. get to some more topical things over the I don't to be fair, I'm a big fan of not yeah. doing topical things. I like I mean, just every now and then we yeah. we do updates on Leverkusen and Chelsea yeah. and stuff, especially towards Those the end of the season. Those two I care about a lot. But and towards the end of the season there will be a lot of content. Touch wood. Yes. Please touch wood. If Leverkusen do end up getting towards and Chelsea challenging for something, we'll Chelsea. be covering it. Getting towards top of the league as well. Yeah, that was my fault for saying that. I dropped the ball on that one when I said Chelsea yeah. might win the league. <laughs> but it creates good conversation. Swing and a miss. Creates yeah, conversation. It. it does, yeah. Um, but also, we want to get some guests on. Like, oh, some stuff in the big plans for that, yeah. Can't share too much just yet. Kind of but forgot about that, yeah. Hopefully, things will work out soon. Yeah, we, loads of stuff happening. The rebrand yeah. is going... Taking this podcast to strange new places. Yes. Austria. It, Austria isn't the only country we're going yeah, to be number Austria's, one for Austria's a few old days. News. Sorry, guys. Yeah, we dropped down a wee bit as well, actually, in Austria. Yeah. Our Austrian fans have turned on us. Maybe okay. it was the last episode when we mentioned your man. Ah, yeah, no. But, but we're going to take it to more countries. We've been all right in France for a while. We're going to like number three love, something in France for a while. We love the England B team podcast, yeah. so come join us. Right, um, so. But yeah, I think speaking of Chelsea and speaking of this shirt. Oh, yeah. 2005 or 06 polo shirt. First year with a new badge. It is, yeah. Centenary season. Yeah. Probably one of the best clubs to talk about this topic. <sighs> because today we're going to be talking yeah. about football flops. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about the term. I think it's something I want to dive into a bit later in the episode about if the term's overused. Sometimes it sounds a bit the harsh. The context of it as well. But at the end of the day, there are some transfers of footballers. It, don't, it doesn't go as you hoped it would. Yeah. And I think the commonly term used commonly used term, term commonly used thank you I can't speak today is football flops yeah and yeah that's what exactly what we're going to you got anything you want to I mean, I'd be curious to know I was just thinking there because obviously our research is so so professional on this course, podcast that I did this before I hit record but the actual word flop but I'm assuming it just means because they flop over yeah that's probably it yeah that's probably not I didn't, I didn't go down that that's, like, that's just your topic you know the, I'd say that's purely yeah. just because it flops over yeah it's meant to be Standing up straight. Well, football failures, football yeah. disappointments. I've got a few yeah. words for them to tell you the truth, especially the Chelsea <laughs> ones. But um, no, I uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so you I want to take research. Yeah, here. take a look at why footballers fail. What are the reasons behind it? What actually makes a football flop, and is mm -hmm. the term overused? And yeah. then yeah, some high-profile flops, but not some really obvious ones. So like. Not a Lukaku for someone. Like, I mean, you yeah. can touch on Lukaku, but everyone knows that Lukaku at Chelsea didn't work out. Yeah. But everyone knows that. That's, so a, we'll that's going, a classic, yeah. We'll go into some more niche ones, yeah. i say. Yeah. Something for the, the niche football fans. Um, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, um, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm going to get that up. But on. yeah, if you've got nothing else to add, then I think yeah. I'll dive into why, go ahead, please, yeah. why footballers fail. This is um, all your magic So here. going into my research here, and my research is actually about Liverpool's former director of research. Ian Graham, so shout out to Ian. Um, he put forward a theory a couple of years ago as to why football transfers don't work out. So mm -hmm. he gave six key reasons. Number one, the player isn't as good as you thought. Makes sense. Yeah, classic, yeah. Madrid, maybe. 
Man, I think everything on that list applies to Mudrick, but... The player doesn't fit your style. Mudrick. <laughs> the player is played out of position. No, he plays in his position. He's just shite. <laughs> no, we're not. We're lovers here. We're not going to hate her. Sorry, Miguel. If you start scoring... Uh, all players played out of position. I don't know. Some people said Havertz. I liked Havertz. But where is Havertz's position? Yeah. That's a thing, yeah. 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 That's a prime example, I see. The manager doesn't like the player. Yeah. I think it's happened a few times over the years, especially at a club where the... The sporting director signs the players, like United or someone. Yeah, and they just don't get on with the manager. Yeah, yeah it's classic. Um, the player has an injury and or personal issues. Yeah. Again, very common. Personal issues also including them assuming things like a potential cultural change, moving to a new country. Yeah, of course. Settling with your family. These things play a I mean, massive that's people, role. This is why something else I want to go into later about is the term overused because it needs to be patience with new signings. They're really dogs. Especially when they're kids. Like, yeah. Man, if they're like... like okay, we talk about Mudrick, but... Okay, he's just turned 23, but he's only just played his 100th career league game. Yeah. He moved to England. Of course, what's going on in his home country as well. Like, yeah, to be fair, I was a bit harsh on him there. Yeah. Of course, it's not working out as we hoped, and it may, might, may not. Yeah. But we see. He has eight years to do it, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, the last, the last... There's another reason why players can flop, by the way, because they're overpaid for eight years yeah. and then don't get wage. Yeah. Winston Bogart. To be fair, I don't know, I'm not having a dig at the player. See if you paid me that kind of money for eight years. I'd I mean, I would be never... I'd never be training again. Eight years yeah. contract? Nah, you can pay me an out, boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, you're, you're more motivated for the podcast than you are to be a footballer, right? Yeah, because yeah. we, we have... Our, our contracts are five years and four years. True, like yeah, old, so, so, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, it's worth we it. play ourselves here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the last, uh, the last like key point was there's a better player already in the squad. Yeah, again, yeah. understandable. Classic, yeah. Um, and yeah, someone might say, okay, I'm ninety percent sure that each of these six individual factors won't be an issue. Yeah. But even so, so this is I'm reading this by the way. It's like, not my maths. Those minor degrees of uncertainty will still only add up to a 53, 53% chance of the transfer working out because it's wow. 90% of each factor. Yeah. 0 0.9 times 0 0.9. 0 0.9 times 6, it makes 53%. There you are. I'll take your word for that, but yeah. I, yeah, maths. Yeah. So you've got data in this podcast as well. You did check it in the calculator, um, didn't you? No. <laughs> if someone, like, nah, nobody here, none of our listeners know how to do that. 0 0.9 times 6. <laughs> 50, yeah, 55.4, so about yeah. 54%. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so of course, there's many key reasons why a transfer wouldn't work out. Yeah. And even if one reason, okay, that player's perfect, he's perfect for the squad, it's going to work out. He has injuries, he's going to work out. Doesn't He fits our style, it's going to work out. Even so, if they all come together. Yeah, it's still. Well, a we know football is, football's a low scoring game, so yeah. big moments can totally influence the way you view everything so one yeah. bad game can totally change I think one thing I also didn't mention as well is the price of players does their price tag also would there be that the definition well you, for, yeah. sorry for pressure yes 1000 yeah. how could it not see so yeah, if you look at the top 20 transfers of all time how many fails and what category would they go into Ooh. Coutinho fail but like what category would he be like was it as good as you thought didn't oh, fit the yeah. style of Barcelona, maybe. Played out of position a wee bit as yeah. well. Maybe the manager didn't like the player. Uh, Dembele, also at Barcelona. Same issues, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jao Felix, didn't fit the style at Atletico. No. But also, I think there's also... Definitely didn't. Personal issues I also well. think the manager didn't really like the player. Yeah. 
Because to be honest, it Hazard, the next yeah, one, Hazard was yeah injury like personal issues. Did, yeah. And I think also that was a personal thing. I don't yeah. think people knew how to look after it. Yeah, um, Lukaku again. Uh, oh. I guess it's because you fought maybe. Pogba. All of the above. Yeah, Anthony. Uh, oh yeah, so, but so like many quid, didn't Barcelona players here, Chelsea players, and United players. Maguire twenty fifth. Yeah. Who's defense has done okay. To but be honest, I wouldn't say he's a flop, Harry Maguire. Like, I don't jump on. It's like Harry Maguire's a couple of solid seasons. Overpriced. A couple of solid yeah. seasons. Yeah. You know, hasn't, you know, obviously injured now, yeah. but looked all right this season. Done great for England. I don't think a flop is. I think yeah. a flop's unfair. And there's also some other transfers in that category up for, up for debate, like Neymar at PSG. True. For his price, okay, he was amazing footballer, but didn't win as much as they thought. Yeah, well, he was brought in to win the Champions League, essentially. Yeah, exactly. And didn't have him. Griezmann at Barcelona, oh. again. I love he wasn't, Griezmann as he's well. He's so good. He wasn't that bad at Barcelona, but he was... He wasn't the same. Man. He was in Messi's shadow. Yeah. And him and Messi are similar kind of players. Yeah. And I so, feel like they didn't appreciate Griezmann for yeah. what he was. Like, he's, he's so, so great back at Athletic so now. And you're a French coach, you must love him. Yeah. He's great at France. They love him. Yeah. And he's a cool lad as well. Yeah. Um, and then Enzo Fernandez at Chelsea now. Casado at Chelsea now. Both £200 million midfielders. But oh, these are course, mind, yeah. expensive transfers can work out. Look at Mbappe at PSG, Bellingham at Madrid. Uh, they can work out. It's um, early for those two lads, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so what actually makes a football flop? Yeah, go for it. Um, I don't ask you. What do you think? Like, is it only expensive players who didn't live up to expectations? Is it only because, uh, for example, what if a player didn't score enough goals? It doesn't have to be expensive, I suppose, either, because yeah. you can take. Like we were talking briefly before this about if we're going to find some labor codes and flops, not yeah. a huge amount to be totally fair. Yeah, because they spend, yeah, they don't spend money and they're very for careful. Their budget, maybe. Well, that yeah, buy. but I take someone like Callum Hudson Odoi. Yeah, obviously didn't sure, cost. He was on a loan. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty safe to call Callum a flop. But yeah. labor codes and doing but I guess, also, now, I guess but it's also a flop because you had a plan. You had a plan for that player. Yeah, and you didn't achieve your goals because that player didn't. And we all like we take a Hudson Odoi. I think we all expected him to come into the team last year, be a starter regularly. Yeah, and, and if he was, then maybe he could have been the difference against Roma last yeah. year, for example. Oh not, yeah, or not putting all that yeah. pressure on him, yeah. but like. So in that sense, yeah. it's a flop, but not for the money. Yeah, I think for the money, if we're talking about Leverkusen, you would take someone like Karen Demir by, yeah. who cost thirty-two million, played all right, but thirty-two million is not that much money in modern football. But in yeah. relation to how much Leverkusen spend, that's the record transfer. Record right, transfer, yeah. 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 So money, yes, but it's always yeah. relevant, isn't it? And yeah, for example, is a player a flop? Okay, they didn't score enough goals, but they won trophies. So if it's up Fernando Torres at Chelsea, was he a flop? That's a big one, yeah. Because you sort okay. of think, was he worth it all just for that one goal against Barcelona? Yeah, and he also won the FA Cup. He won, won us the Europa League the season after. True, like, yeah, true. Okay, didn't score as many goals as you'd expect from no. a striker or what his quality was before, but then he came in and won trophies. I sure had loads of Chelsea that's a good players one. like that. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. Well, if we're going yeah. to talk about Chelsea at some point specifically, yeah. I would love to dive into um, the many flops Chelsea have had. Yeah. Um, and also, do you think the, the word flops overused? Yeah, a hundred percent. So my example here was players being written off too quickly. So Jack Grealish, for example, man, he came in for hundred million quid, and I think the first man. few weeks, at least the first few months, people were saying, "Oh, he's not worth this." Well, he's one of the key players now. I have a travel one inside, so yeah, exactly. That's it on every so single it worked level. Out, yeah, I don't think anyone else other players that written off too quickly. Oh well, then well, I, one that really comes to mind for me because it was a big transfer at the time was did he get Drogba? True, yeah, first of course. year at Chelsea really dived. First a couple lot, of years, yeah, even the fans a lot of abuse. Yeah. 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 yeah, Jose wasn't very happy with him. 
in the early days either. It yeah. took a while for Drogba to settle. He was big money. Hernan Crespo when he came to Chelsea as well was sure. a big, big transfer <laughs> fee. But he did all right, you know. But this ep- we could have done this episode just in Chelsea flops. But we wanted yeah, to be. But a we, bit know, we really more, don't want to do that. Plus, we got more. funnier stories in Chelsea flops. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think the concept of football flop is. It's a tricky one because, like I said, you don't want to be categorising players based on, on this. But at the end of the day, footballers do... Not all transfers work out. No. And no. not only transfers. I guess also you look into youth players as well. Like youth players who had high expectations. Many of them, yeah. Also again at Chelsea, Josh McEachern. Do you remember him? Oh, I do, yeah. He was um, tipped to be like, not the next Lampard, but the next like Chelsea yeah. um, central midfielder. A lot um, of Could have been the captain. Well. Of course, he had... Um, Declan Rice wasn't a flop at Chelsea but he was let go that's probably more of a flop on Chelsea's side letting him go yeah we're seeing a common denominator here with all these flops aren't we it's Chelsea that are the problem Dominic Solanke yeah he went to the championship went to the school match yeah Chelsea obviously De Bruyne and Salah also there yeah so you know what let's move on I think it's not only the fans who write players off too quickly but it's also the clubs it is yeah and it takes a little bit of patience Usually, and yeah. save a bit of money because instead of us sent selling De Bruyne for was it like twenty million, like fifteen quid, yeah, and then he gets bought by even sixty million, we sign Enzo Fernandez for hundred million. Yeah, yeah, different eras, but De Bruyne is still going now. Yeah, yeah, but I, the one yeah. that always annoys me is Nathan Ake, man. Yeah. Nathan Ake, we let him go for nothing, and then he's back to City now. Yeah, he's worked his way right back up and went above us again. Yep, and that was a player that was free. Yeah, I mean, there's time. loads of players that are free to... So yeah, flop, it's a weird word. Yeah. I don't really know how to think about it. Um, but... Yeah, I'd like to do some more research into why football is fair. And I want to hear from you guys as well, like, what do you think of a football flop is? Also, I'm a big fan of humanising footballers as well. Yeah. I think that's something that we don't do enough. Like, it's very easy for me and you to sit here in my kitchen, stamming <laughs> on about Mikhail Mudrick, but, like, who are we to say that? Yeah. Like, that's part of the fun of football, but they are young lads. Exactly. Like, I'm 31 now, man. Like, I'd be... I, if I was a striker for Chelsea, I'd be at my peak now. <laughs> I'd be at my best, and I'm not. Haven't got a game yet for Chelsea. One day. It's like, I'm older than most of the lads that play football out there, so yeah. I think taking that into consideration is very important as well. They're kids a lot of the time. Like, when they arrived at 18, 19, yep. and they come into these massive contracts, and there's so much pressure on them and so much media on them, and you're like, man, you're 18. If I got that kind of contract... When I was 18, so I was paying me 20 grand a week when I was 18, yep. I'd be dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'd well, be dead. Man, still... it's hard. It's hard for kids. So yep. I think humanizing footballers is an incredibly important part of it I think as well. So too. Before we jump into it. So, anyway, yeah. go ahead. So, yeah, that's kind of the end of my, my theory. Anything you want to add? Or give, give, give us some examples. Oh, uh, you've got flops. A, a flop here. Oh, I've got two here. funny ones here. <laughs> one, I'll go for this one first. Okay. So, I don't know how much people outside of sort of Scottish football and Irish football I'll be familiar with them, but I've there was a guy called uh, Nacho Novo Spanish international yeah. I don't think he ever actually played for Spain um, where's he from Ferrol in Spain where's Ferrol do you know um, I'm not sure but they've got a team in the Coruña uh, Segunda ah. yeah. okay so Nacho Novo great player at Rangers back in the day so he played at Rangers 2004 to 2010 joined from Dundee not Dundee United Dundee uh, at Rangers he was excellent he was a proper fan favourite he played at the same kind of time as Dado Perso was there mm. so if you remember Dado Perso that also scored against Chelsea for Monaco in the cha- was it Monaco or Porto Monaco in the Champions League yeah, semi-final. Yeah. Um, Dado Perso and Nacho Novo Novo was a great player he went on played for a couple of different teams after that did alright okay. 
But one of the big shocks was towards the end of his career, he came out of retirement. Sorry, she's making a reminder there. He came out of retirement essentially to go and join Glentorn. Glentorn. So Glentorn are Northern yeah. Irish team from Belfast. One of the big three or four teams in Belfast football would be Linfield Glentorn, uh, Cliftonville and Crusaders. Okay. Glentorn are a big club, a big history. Yep. Um, they have a very how do I say this? They politically align with Rangers, I would say. Okay. Put it that way. Glentorn fans tend to be Rangers fans. Okay. That's good by saying it. Um, so they're all incredibly excited about Nacho Novo coming through. Now, there was a couple of rumours, which I don't, know, I don't know how much I want to go into the rumours about what happened with Nacho Novo, but I do know it's not in his Wikipedia article. Where did, so, where did it not work out? I've been um, he was very overweight okay. when he rocked up. And okay. he was on a very big contract. And he didn't train. He still lived in Scotland commuted over from Scotland just okay. for the games okay. and was, to be honest, terrible. Absolutely. He did score three goals for the Glens, but we were expecting world-class football. Yeah. Like, we were expecting a proper player and he just wasn't that at the Glens. It was such a massive deal to have a player at that level. This is a guy who played in the Champions League, was a Rangers fan favourite. Yeah, he's a bit beefy there. Yeah, he put on the fines. But, here for a good time. Yeah. And the other one, which we only heard because of our Mutual friend, yeah. a Scottish fellow, a St Mirren fan that we were in the pub with the other day. He told me the story and I couldn't believe it when I googled it. I had never laughed so hard in my life. So if you remember Eric Jemba Jemba. Eric Jemba Jemba. So good to name him twice. So good. Well, he played, obviously played for United, Villa, yep. where else he go? He was at Nantes before. I don't even really remember him United. He was only United for two years. Yeah. Wow. He's a bit of a journeyman. Yeah, so United, Villa, Burnley, Qatar, OB. I don't even know where that is. I think it's Denmark. Well done. Hapel Tel Aviv. Partisan, and then the most shocking one is he went up to Scotland to play two games at St Mirren, obviously yeah, based just outside of Paisley. How did it work out? Oh man, well, it's a big transfer for someone yeah. like that to come up. But I think what he was most known for, and when he showed me the picture the other night, I couldn't believe this. When he turned up to sign, <laughs> he wore what? Yeah, see, audio listeners can't see this. You guys can't see it either. But um, he turned up with one of like the flat cups, like a Peaky Blinders hat, and in his presentation as part of it, he got the new. SPL sticker collection book to present alongside his contract wow. in his first photo shoot he played two games and then that was it so even yeah. for Samirin that was a bit of a flop yeah that was a bit I of a flop I can imagine he was on a high, high, high wages yeah and two games yeah legendary Man United flop had a forgotten three month spell are they saying he was a flop at United as well because I, I think, think that's so, yeah. unfair like, yeah. he wasn't bad at United how much did he cost to join United uh what did you say 3.5 oh 3.5 million okay yeah. So, as a possible eventual successor to the 31 year old Roy King. so in that relation yeah. <laughs> it was a bit of a flop um, yeah. yeah yeah nice they're some very niche they are niche ones but I like Scottish that Scottish kind of leagues yeah. you know, yeah. a bit for everyone if any um, more strike me while you go through your list I'll let you yeah. know feel free to jump in well, this so, is yeah. a good list actually I've got can... three main um, examples two what, of these specifically are brilliant two of these are pretty niche I think one of them like when you hear this name it's kind of like one of the first names you think of like a football disappointment especially like from our generation yeah that's fair and you haven't guessed already is the American Freddie Adu um, football manager legend by I, the way. I really remember him from um, when I was growing up like, yeah. I used to read Match Magazine I, man, he was everywhere. and he was always in that talking about how oh, his kid's going to be unbelievable he was like, so young with the DC United he signed first? his first contract at 14 DC United <sighs> and made his debut for the America national team at 16 it is only America, Especially but still. In those days, I feel like players 
these days maybe have debuts yeah earlier. these days people do start a lot earlier but yeah. back then it was quite a rare thing at 16 yeah i don't remember Man, that's, that. that's when you were doing your gcse's and he's yeah. playing for his country. But yeah, I remembered all the, the hype around him. What, oh, um, all kinds of rumours of what Premier League club yeah. he was going to go to. Yeah, he had a trial with United. I know that, yeah. And I remember that. I wasn't sure. It was like, for some reason he couldn't join. I'm not sure because of visa reasons or something. Or because he was still studying, I'm not sure. But I can't remember what the reason, reason was. He was. I, I remember Fergie yeah. said he was quite impressed by him. Yeah, though. I think so too. I don't think he was as impressed as we all thought he was going to be. No. Because at that but time, yeah. he genuinely thought, like, a couple of people have built him the next Pele. Yeah. Um... He wasn't quite. No. I think that's um, yeah. fair to say. And after that, he went to Benfica. He claimed he was better than Di Maria. He did, time. that's right, yeah. Uh, of course, very different careers. Um, and and he, all yeah. this happened early. Like, he went to yeah. Benfica young as well. How old is he now? He's only 34 now. That's, that's ridiculous. Like, so he went to Benfica in 2007. That's crazy. So he would only have been... Like four years there. Yeah, 18, years. 19. He only would have been when he went to Benfica. And then, yeah, after that, he's a bit of a journeyman. He played in France. Journeyman is an Turkey, understatement. So America, Brazil, Monaco, Benitezis, Aris. He's a sports turkey, I'm assuming. Yeah. Philadelphia Union, Bahia. He's in Brazil. Jagodina. Uh, Serbia. Serbian first league. Cups. Finland. And then Kufu, 98. In Finland, Finland as well. Tampa Bay, righties. <laughs> <laughs> Man, American clubs at Sweden. Uh, Las Vegas Lights and then Oosterlin FF, yeah. which he didn't play a single game for. Yeah, so yeah, I think that's one of the main football plots people think of. Freddie Adu, oh, especially from the yeah to the Championship Manager, Football Manager days. <sighs> Everyone used to always like most sought after players. He looks so. He was so fast. I, the yeah. last I heard, he was running a nightclub. Or he was. He was either running a nightclub or doing like nightclub promotion, and it came out in Facebook, and it's a Facebook event. This is when he quit. Not when he quit recently. I didn't know he came out of retirement in 2021 to not play a game for okay. this team, but so when he first stopped. He 17 games or... So last time he had 14 games for Las Vegas Lights, which doesn't sound like a real football team. American. They're in the USL Championship. Okay, so someone below them MLS, but there's no promotion, yeah. obviously. So he played 14 games there, and I heard he had been... not. I don't know if he ran a nightclub, or he was like the promoter for a nightclub for a while. And found out on Facebook when he was still playing football, and the fans were raging. Okay. But that's how quickly his career it really went down the path. Yeah. Of Freddie Adu, like even all these teams he's played for, but the most he ever got was thirty five games. So many young players though, but this one was super high profile because was he making you sign your first contract yeah. at fourteen? Is, is out of your criteria you put up earlier? What do we think it is that caused all these issues? I don't know enough about Freddie Adu to really comment on it. Yeah. It did seem like a lot of personal issues. Yeah, I think so too. And I think making also moving over to Europe. Was I feel, I feel like as well, it's kind of player like. I'm just assuming that it was signed by the club for the fame rather than the manager wanted him. Also, being American, yeah. you're going to sell a lot of shirts. Yeah, or like the player doesn't fit your style, the player isn't as good as you thought. Yeah. The difference between youth football and. Freddie Adu, yeah. man. What could have been? Um, but yeah, then moving on to. Uh, There's a good chance he's watching this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Come be a guest, Freddie. You know? mm. We're here. To, we're very keen to talk I'm to you. I'm not about even joking. Yeah. All, all sarcasm aside. Freddie would be like one of my top five guests I can get in this That'd podcast. Be really cool. That would be incredible to yeah. talk to him. Um, Freddie, if you're listening, join us. <laughs> um, but yeah, the next up, going back to Chelsea, I, I put Shevchenko. Yeah. Just because okay, he was 30 million back in those days. I saw Huge amount of money. But in fact, he was a Ballon d'Or winner. He was Shevchenko. Man. Like, he was the best striker we in were Europe so hyped for so long. Of course, so he had hyped. that. Apparently, miss against Liverpool in, in the final. But apart from that, he was unbelievable. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, but I think he just lost his legs, I think. 
And it I, I do think in the Premier League. out of position maybe a little bit as well. I just feel I like think we signed we him at the wrong time. Yeah, a bit like Torres maybe. Like just yeah. above the past best. Yeah, and there was a lot of pressure to come into a new league. Also, I think Abramovich really wanted him for years. I think he was like. Even for your shit, he would yeah. always been like, okay, I've got to get him. Yeah, that was a huge like, target. Yeah. And for the profile of the club, it was huge. I got a jersey with him on the back you, nice. as soon as we signed. He scored in his first game. He did, that's right. In a community shield. Yeah, that's right, yeah. No, but yeah. man, and do you know what? There was actually, there's one thing about him that did cause it to go wrong that wasn't on your list. He wore number seven. True. A cursed jersey at Chelsea for yeah. many a year until... Sterling? Yeah, starting now. Ramirez on Kante sort of fixed the issue, yeah. but for a long time. I actually text my brother saying, how good Ramirez was. Ramirez is great. He was also one, again, he fixed the a number good seven. example. His first season, everyone thought, oh my God, who is this? Like, he's yeah. not good. Yeah. And then he did that goal against City, and I was like, okay, this guy is. Um, but uh, that's so good. I think that can Steve play Sidwell into it. No, nine. Steve said it was number nine. Yeah, it was Mutu. Before, it was Mutu. Winston Baharda, man. John Spencer. Didier Deschamps was all right. Manish. Manish. Oh my yeah. God, man. Manish. He would have been before Sheva then, wouldn't he? Yeah, he was 2005-6 Yeah, he was just on yeah. for loan, wasn't he? Or yeah. half a season or something? Yeah. So Chelsea had a real yeah. curse with the number seven um, in that corner. Sort of yeah. recent history. And I think that does play in your mind a little bit as Surely, well. Surely, yeah. Oh, I've got number seven. It's Shevchenko. He should no, wear number, number seven. Number nine Chelsea now as well. Man, it was cursed for years. Yep. Who's number nine now? Do we have a number nine? That's a really, Lukaku. really good point. It was Lukaku last year. I don't think we do. We had a couple of stinkers. Like Steve said, well, Khaled Bularu's replaced him at number nine there Santa for a while. had it for a bit. Franco de Santo, man. Yeah, Chelsea's yeah. number nine was not Kesman good either. Had it, yeah. Medaya Kesman, I had a bit of a sauce spot for. <laughs> I kind of like Medaya Kesman. Okay. I like because he signed at the same time as Ian Robin did. Oh, yeah. Ian uh, Robin and Kesman oh, both signed at the same time. And we had that whole... Because when they played a PSV together, wasn't it Batman and Robin? It was Cashman yeah, yeah. and Robin. They used to bring out the Batman mask to yeah. celebrate. But we never saw that because I think Cashman scored twice for us in his first season. <laughs> he scored a penalty against Newcastle, Newcastle I want to say. Yeah. He scored a couple against Norwich. I know, the cheek of him to score a Penenka yeah, after his, not scoring for seven months. Well. <laughs> and he scored in the Carabao Cup final, Colin Cup final as well against Liverpool. He did. Yeah. Was a scrappy goal on the goal line. Yeah. Um, he wasn't a great player to be fair. He, yeah. There was a rumour that he became a monk, but I don't think it's true. There yeah. was a long rumour for a while. Tell me that as well. I don't think he did become a monk. Okay. So go ahead. Who's yeah, next? so, yeah, my last example was, again, another, not expensive one, but again, another one of those, like, really famous, people say a YouTube footballer. It's Curlon. See, when you told me this name the other day, it just opened up the yeah. memory box, man. I mean, if you... Just unlocked something for can't me. Can't already tell by the name. Like, it's the guy who used to do the famous seal dribble. Yeah, so um, can you describe that? Because people might not... This is, like, early 2000s, I think, isn't it? I think it? it's, like, mid 2006. And he, I'd say he's probably the first YouTube celebrity for yeah, football yeah, for yeah. how he played because obviously none of us were watching the Brazilian yeah. League over here and he was famous because the senior dribbles where he picked the I was going to do an example yeah but can you? are you going to do it now? yeah where's the team <laughs> of you wreck it uh, he flicked the ball up and he he balanced it in like the crook of his nose between his nose yeah. and his forehead and he would run with it like that. But he'd get absolutely like pelted. He got hammered, man. Yeah. Um, and like, if he had went to the Premier League, imagine yeah. what would have happened if you tried that. Right. Nope. Oh, um, really but it was so cool. Yep. I remember the time thinking, please, Chelsea, just get him. Yeah. So in the end, he did go to Inter because he, he kind of joined Kievo. He was Carlon on did play in Inter. I don't think he played a, a Serie A game. So he joined Kievo. Oh. On like, I think it's you. They still used to have like his co ownership thing so oh, yeah. Inter couldn't sign him because their um, non-EU spots were full so ah, he joined yeah. Kievo but they also belonged to Inter 
Something like that. But yeah, defenders hated his skill. Like he'd yeah. get pelted. Especially in Italy. And in the end, he had ridiculous amount of injuries. I think that's kind of He what only played it. 16 games for Cotero anyway. Yeah, never scored. Man, his senior he career, he's only played about 50 games. Yeah, how old is he now? 36. He's, like, he's a now. coach now, I think, in, in America. Um, yeah, so he went from Cruzeiro into Milan, and during that he went on loan to Chievo. Four goals, no games. Or sorry, four games, no goals. Ajax, 0-1-0. Parana. Sounds Spanish, I'm assuming. Brazilian club yeah. went back to Brazil. Uh, and Brazil. then Fujita, Japan. Japanese club. And then Miami Dade. I thought that said Miami Dude. I was going, no way. <laughs> Miami Dade FC. The Sliema Wanderers from Malta. Wow. We got eight games. He went to Vila Nova in Brazil. Got three games. Spartak Trinava, four games. And then Spartak Trinava, seconds, where he got a game. Oh, and that whole time, he only managed 14 goals in his entire career. It's a shame. But, um, yeah, like I said, he got, I think, because of his skill, maybe, or like, just like antagonizing defenders, but defenders didn't like it. I think he had ridiculous, I think he had like four knee injuries before he was like 21 yeah. or something like that. It is winding players up, and though, then, isn't it? Yeah, his career faded. Yeah, apparently it says here, Atletico Mineiro player Diego Coelho struck Carlong with his elbow and was suspended for five matches. There we go. Because of a senior dribble. <laughs> yeah, it would wind you up. It yeah. would wind you up. But it, there was a period where we thought, oh my, this is going to be it. This is the guy. This guy's going to transform the way we look and play football. Yeah. Didn't, Didn't work, work out. out. Yeah, those are some flops. Yeah. I think just but, when I'm going through it, actually, just yeah. quickly, Chelsea flops, there has been so many. I'm not going to go into depth on them, but... One of the early ones I remember is a guy called Pierluigi Casaraghi. Yeah, I remember him. And Zola kind of insisted that he came. And he was like, yeah, he's got me and him up front. We're going to do it. To be fair, Casaraghi just suffered from really bad injuries. But yeah. in four, he was at Chelsea for four years. And I he played, him. I think he played three games. I remember he, he was number 10. He started against Blackburn yeah. once. And it was such a shame because Casaraghi came with this huge reputation. I think he came from Lazio. He was going to be the next big thing. And yeah, I think he got four games for Chelsea. Four years. He was there. Ten, Ten games. games one he got goal. a goal. So you are in... Or two years, yeah. was there. Oh, yeah. Still, so there's two full so, seasons. Yeah, so that was... 13 games and 44 goals. But 13 goals and 44 games for Italy yeah. is a good record. Ah, he was Winston Bahar. He must have followed Zola a bit then. He was at Birmingham assistant. Oh, yeah, him and Zola were like best mates. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Winston Baharda was the other one that came in around that time. I think he came in for a decent bit of money in the 90s, ah, so... His career sh- cut short by a collision with Shaka Hislop. Oh, speak of the devil. We were just talking about Shaka a minute ago. So yeah, that's when the Chelsea flop started. And then obviously in the two, in like 2000 to 2010, like one that blows my mind, Ricardo Caresma played for Chelsea. Yeah. Ricardo he was Caresma. Also, he got voted worst player in Serie A when he joined Inter Milan. He was terrible. Yeah, he was also classed yeah. as the flop. But he he, ha- he was capable of some things, and he was an early YouTube one, YouTube yeah, combination. Travella outside the boot, oh, so man. good. He didn't have a left foot on him though. That was a problem. Yeah, but he was even recently at the not this one. Still playing now? World Cup, he no, still playing. It's forty now. Damn. Yeah, twenty eighteen World Cup. He was playing for you. Uh, he was at Besiktas still. He was still playing for Portugal. Did an alright job yeah. in Portugal as well. Like he could play. Yeah, but nah, just Deco. I don't know if it's fair to call Deco a flop at Chelsea. No, I think Deco wasn't. He wasn't there for long, like he didn't do much. Yeah, I think he had a couple of seasons, but yeah. There was a lot in there. So obviously some screamers, but Shevchenko was not the player we thought he was. Fernando yeah. Torres, we've talked about already. For Chelsea. Lukaku, is, we know rightly. Chelsea's kind of the place for flops. Especially strikers. Yeah. Man. Attacking players. Great strikers will come up and be destroyed at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Flop, it's a hard word to sort of describe. Yeah, but 
I think a lot of it at the end of the day comes down to pressure from the players. Yeah. Especially young players. I mean, that's why I love. Yeah, we shouldn't be too harsh on these young lads either. Because, like I said, we're lovers on this podcast, so. I am in amazement. Like, if they just play professional football, they're already incredible. I mean, yes. So, yeah. But there we go. That's football flops. Let us know. Uh, Yeah, I want to hear some more. Your favourite ones. I'm sure there's, I mean, thousands out there. Do you know what I would love to hear is actually like a lower league one or your local club or something outside the big five leagues. You know, Nacho Novo, your equivalent of that. I would love to hear those stories. Big, big, big name players coming in. They didn't do well. I'd love to hear something right down to the lower level yeah. as well. Let us know. getting in the game. They're like, but Edgar Davids went quite loud. Went to Barnet. Yeah. He, went he got down. sent off a few times. Yeah. yeah. Very familiar. Is that a flop? Does it count as a flop? Is that Barnet? It depends how much he's been paid, one of the I best guess. players in the world. <laughs> those kind of stories I love. So. Yeah. I would love to hear a few more about your flops. Um, also, what we're very open to at the minute is ideas for episodes. Now True. A, is it fair to say there's a bit of a decent follow and listenership to this? Following is maybe the wrong word. Listenership to this podcast. So, Reach out, guys. Let, let us know. Let us know, please. Um, the next few episodes, I think at some point there will be guests in there them. There will. I don't know directly how many because we pre-recorded this, but there will be but guests. But there's good stuff soon. coming. That's the main thing. Cool guests. Yeah. Really interesting guests. Really good. Kind of ones you get. Not Freddie Adu, but not yet. One day. So if anyone has a contact for Freddie Adu, we'd love to get him. Um, I'd love to get Balak as well. That'd be a great one. Yeah, we can't afford him. No. Uh, when we get famous, we'll get Balak on. Yeah. What would you ask him? Why number 13? Or did he always share that? Rudy Feller was his favourite player. Ah, okay. This is the problem. I already know everything about Balak. I can't ask him anything. He's pretty scary. (laughs) But yeah, anyway. Rudy Feller would be a good one as well. But yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you for doing your research as well. That was a good one. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed as well. Do as you usually do. Like. Hit us up on the socials. Subscribe. We need this stuff. The algorithm needs it. Whatever you listen to this, give it a five star rating, wherever it is. So Apple, Spotify, blah, 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 blah. Five star rating. If you're on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe button. I know you're sick of hearing it, but it genuinely helps the podcast so much. And it costs you nothing. It costs you nothing. Look at this guy, Megan. Do it. Yeah, come on. Megan Heffy. Come on. And get Freddie Adu on the podcast. Yes. Uh, Then, yeah. That's us then. Should we get out of here? Yeah, dinner time. Beautiful. Right, guys. Cheerio. Ciao.